CEO serves the people, serves everybody else, serves the customers, serves the vendors, and most importantly, they serve the staff, their company. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Joseph Muse of Business GPS. Joseph, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. A pleasure. Certainly, we live in an interesting time. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely an interesting and unexpected time, but um, I appreciate you for, for taking some time out to, to hop with us on the show. Um, and before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Joseph so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And after years on Wall Street, Joseph created Business GPS because he was looking to use his experience in business acumen to help struggling businesses. Entering COVID-19 and his company is helping hundreds of businesses get government loans, decrease their commercial, commercial rent payments, and negotiate their loans to better terms on all on contingency. It's a unique business model where Business GPS gets paid on the end of the process. And he's a serial entrepreneur over the last 30 years. Joseph has started and built over a dozen successful businesses in the process and has also helped thousands of other companies, U.S. companies, execute on their business plans. Sectors of experience span across financial services, investment banking, accounting, and finance, IT, business consulting, legal services, giving Joe a broad perspective on best practices and how they can be most effective transferred across different categories. Joseph, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Sounds good. Let's go. Oh, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what your CEO story will let you get started? Sure, sure. Happy to. I, I don't know how uh, interesting it is, but um, I'm 50. I started my first business when I was 18 and, you know, just kind of worked my, my way, learned my way through things. And when I got to the great recession of 08, 09, I'd had a nice, you know, by that time, 20 year run, so to speak, in business, different businesses, learned a lot. And however, when the Great Recession came, my business was cut in half in terms of revenue. And I was looking around, we had a really good growth rate. I was looking around, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what do I do? And I realized at the time that I had limited options. I knew what I was told or knew supposedly what to do, call my attorney and say, hey, I'm in trouble. I owe people money. My business owes people money. They're going to sue me, et cetera. And I knew to call my accountant and talk to my accountant. Hey, what do I do? And what they offered were very limited solutions. My attorney said, hey, if they sue you, let me know. I'll represent you in court. But again, I'll, I owe the money. There's not a whole lot you can do. I went to my accountant and my accountant said, hey, cut your expenses. So what I ended up doing was working through it myself. I communicated with my vendors, the people who wanted to sue me. I figured out where I needed to cut costs and I worked through it with a different skill set than I had used. Before. And once I got through it or during that process, I realized uh, I'm struggling with this. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been doing it for 20 years. I've got some knowledge. If I'm struggling with this, I was the guy down the street with only two years of experience or five years of experience making it or is going to make it in the same situation. And the other thing that I realized is in talking to my attorney and talking to my accountant, I did talk to a couple of other, uh, what I'll call turnaround experts. Everybody had their hand out looking for money. And what I was looking for at the time was 
I wish I knew somebody who was a friend of mine, had experience in this community, come into my office, help me out and say, Joe, once we get through the other side of this, I'll send you. And so at that point is when the seeds kind of got planted that there's a need in the market for helping people, helping companies get out of struggling situations. That was roughly 2008, 2009. I got back up on my, on my feet again, strong by 2012. And I said, let's launch business GPS to help those companies that are struggling. So anyway, that's how it all kind of came together. Yeah, I absolutely, you know, appreciate, you know, that story. And, and I feel like it, it it just shows, you know, those seeds of, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit and, and understanding it and sometimes scratching your own itch and then seeing that there's so many other people that are really uh, potentially going through this and seeing how you can uh, create something and build something that can, that, that can serve them. And, and I definitely think, you know, probably um, you could probably speak to this um, where, uh, you're going through a difficult time, you're going through a frustrating time. And as you said, people are kind of not helping, or if they are helping, it's like at expense to everything that you don't already maybe have. Um, and it becomes very frustrating if you don't have somebody you can turn to for that expertise and of course, for the help to get out of that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're taught in, uh, not even just business school, but you know, we go online, how to build a business, how to make sales, how to grow, how to hire things that are positive for the business, how to build a business. There's so much information out there, but Where's the book or where's the guide on what to do when things fall apart? Mm -hmm. Very limited. So, you know, that's the space that we fill and we do it the way you know, when I started in 2012, I, I went back to what I had hoped for, which is I wish I had a friend who could come in and help me out. Cause I also knew in, when I was going through it, I was scared. I was nervous. Mm -hmm. And so talking to a turnaround firm, I didn't want to hire them because I didn't know if I trusted them trust them? Are they just trying to get money from me? You know, there's a lot of emotion flowing through. So fast forward to 2012, when I uh, launched it, I thought, okay, well, how do I build it around? I'm the friend. I'm the guy who's going to come in and say, uh, don't worry about it. Take care of me later. And that's where we came up with the unique contingency model, which uh, nobody else has, I don't think anybody else has done, where you pay based on performance at the end of the process. If it win for the business and the business is stronger long-term, then we get paid. And if that's not the case, then I'm not really helping. You know, we're not better off at the end of the process. So it's a unique business model. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that sometimes when those opportunities come about is because no one else is doing it, but you see a gap in the, in the, in the market and in, in, in the economy, you create that, that, uh, that solution. And so um, I, I know I, you know, when I read your bio, I touched on a little bit and you did as well too. Could you take us through a little bit more on how business GPS works and how you become that friend for the people in business? Sure. So we're helping, we help businesses improve their cash flow. I try to keep it try to keep our message simple and our story simple because CEOs are overloaded with content and decisions every day. It's almost like the analogy I give people is you've got too many screens up on your computer and your computer's running a little slow. It's the same thing. So ultimately what we're doing is we're improving your cash flow. Now, every business is different. So the secret sauce or the prescription to get to improve cash flow varies from business to business. Some of the common uh, themes are reducing debt, uh, some companies are choking on uh, debt payments every month, your bank payments, your vendor payments, your equipment payments, rent payments, et cetera. So sometimes it's restructuring the debt. Sometimes, as you were mentioning earlier, getting uh, the SBA money, getting healthy working capital, which isn't as easy as, as it should be to find. So the PPP, EIDL, uh, lines of credit, et cetera, sometimes we're doing that. 
sometimes we're doing some restructuring inside of the CFO office. Sometimes it's just really business coaching and life trying to get the business back on track. But ultimately, it's about improving cash flow. That's what it is we're trying to do. That's the that's the gas that runs the car. Nice. I definitely, you know, appreciate that. And as you said, you know, so well before, a lot of times you're not taught this in school. That's not, you know, in the book that you read about how to start a business on how to, to, to figure out those things. And I think being able to understand, and I guess, as you said, get to it in a very simplistic way on what you're trying to do, but understand and have the fluidity to understand that each business is unique and different and might need certain things is so huge. Yeah, it really, it's, there's definitely not a one size fits all, not just the business, but also with the person you're dealing with, because ultimately no matter what business you're in, you're in the people. So I'm trying to gauge Randy or Susie on the other side of the phone and try, okay, what are their goals? What are they like? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And I'm trying to tailor a program to them. So, you know, at one point in time, scaled up, I had probably 30 or 35 employees. I thought, what's this going to be a really scalable business? And what I realized is that it's not because every business is unique. Every business takes a very hands-on uh, approach because we're on contingency even more so. I mean, I talk to clients at 10 o'clock at night. I talk to clients on weekends because, you know, their success is my success. So uh, we're now down to uh, maybe 13 or 14. We didn't, we kind of screen clients a little bit differently in terms of cases that we take. But the point of all that is it's a very hands-on, unique business model where it's almost like a partnership for six months. You know, uh, maybe a different analogy is to say, I'm your personal trainer. So I'm going to uh, spend time with you every day. We're going to work out every day and make sure you eat right, you know, whatever that, however that analogy goes. Uh, and then in six months, you'll be, you know, you'll be on your own. You'll be, so, and hopefully learn some lessons. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it sounds like, you know, getting that opportunity to be empowered uh, so that you you can learn the lessons as you can. And of course, you know, get the success to, to, to be able to kind of run, you know, from there. And, and and would you consider that to be, I know you mentioned this or might've mentioned this a little bit, your secret sauce is that ability to, to understand and have, you know, so much, you know, business knowledge and acumen to be able to understand that one size doesn't fit all and be able to help people to, to get to that success. Absolutely. That's an important piece. You know, having gone through it myself in the great recession or having, hit these same challenges along the way in my, whatever it's been, 32 years of running my own business, all that helps a lot. But some days I feel like it's the people skills that matter even more because I've got it, especially in COVID times, you know, it used to be we travel five days a week, visiting clients, sitting down face-to-face, getting to know them, really doing a deep dive into their business. And that was great. I mean, it was uh, wasn't always fun to get up at uh, four in the morning to catch a flight, but it was great because I was really able to get into it. Now that everything's Zoom or done over the phone, I really got to make sure that for that 20 minutes I'm talking to that client today, that I provide the right message. So when I hang up with them, for the other 23 and a half hours that I'm not with them, that message sticks and resonates, right? So again, going back to the personal training analogy, Hey, we're going to have a healthy meal, but hey, in, I'm not going to be there in four hours. Don't go eat a, a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, so the communication skill and getting the emotion out of the business owner, fear out of the business owner, helps a lot. So it's coming back around to your question. I think it's probably 50% business experience, my business experience and understanding the situation, 50% understanding the people and how to make sure that I deliver the right message that's going to stick. 
Absolutely appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? You know, for me, it is um, downtime. So going back to uh, my comment earlier about having uh, too many windows open on your computer. As a CEO, you're pulled in so many different directions. Sometimes you're the CFO and sometimes you're the HR guy and sometimes you're the sales guy, sometimes you're this, sometimes you're that. And it gets, gets very complicated every day. We feel like we're being productive because we're checking stuff on our list. But what we lose is the vision. What we lose is the roadmap. We have to simplify things. We have to get back to moments of clarity and, and listen to our inner voice about what direction we're going. So I don't know if it's a hack, but what I try to do periodically throughout the day is I, I walk that that is absolutely huge. And so um, I want to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. I think the one thing that has come up time and time again for me and for the people that I talk to is making decisions with emotion are typically the wrong decision. And all, a lot of the decisions I made out of fear in my life, whether personal life or in my business life were the wrong decision. Absolutely. And so I, I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Joseph, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's somebody who serves. To me, what in my business and in businesses that I see are, that are successful, CEO serves the people, serves everybody else. Serve the customers, serve the vendors, and most importantly, they serve the staff of their company. My job is to make everybody around me successful. I serve them. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Joe, I truly appreciate that definition and I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Well, so thank you. Now, I, I think what I would add is, you know, with COVID, it's a difficult time for businesses out there. We're under more stress than ever. We see it in the demand for you know, FBA loans that are out there, demand for our services. I hate to say it, but you know, business has been very good for us the last time. So many people that are struggling. And what I would say to them is, when I went through it myself, I didn't realize what was possible. I really thought that all I could do was either close my business and file bankruptcy or not. And, and it was outside of and probably even more importantly, that it was outside of my control. And that's what gave me a lot of the fear to begin with. So what I would say to people is that almost anything is possible. And there's almost always a solution, not only just keeping you in business, but finding a path that gets your business onto a stronger financial, stronger foundation. So there's hope out there. Certainly, you can do it. Just need to try to free yourself of some of the noise and fear that you have. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that, Joseph. And for people that want to get a hold of, of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go visit our website, uh, businessgpsllc.com. Um, you can send us a message straight through our website. Give us a call, whatever. Um, as I mentioned earlier, because we are contingency, we work uh, pretty much 24-7. So if you're struggling, have questions, we're certainly here to help. Even if, even if we uh, don't work with you, we're certainly here to help and try to get you pointed in the right direction. 
Awesome. 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 We will have the links and information um, in the show notes and, and Joe truly appreciate that. And you uh, being of help to us as well, too. I think so many times I, I say knowledge is power and sometimes we don't know that something is an option um, until we hear it. So I appreciate you for what you do and obviously providing that alternative than what we sometimes hear is the either or approach that we we can often hear from people around us. So definitely appreciate you again for the work you do and, and the time, of course, you took today. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.